to this week's edition of Dead in Goal, the NRL podcast put out by us blokes at Inside Sport. I'm James Smith, and this bloke is Jeff Centenera. This this bloke is Jeff Centenera. <laughs> it's, it's random I picked up <laughs> along the way. Good hey, to be here, James. Is it? How about you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, For the record there, people, James is questioning whether it's good to be here or not. <laughs> Don't know whether he means on the planet or yeah. whether he means in this pod, in recording this podcast, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. As Keith Richards said, it's good to be anywhere, isn't it? <laughs> um, very exciting show um, on the agenda today. What number is it? Uh, 47. Jeez, 47. You're supposed to say 47. 47. Um, yeah, so we've got a new edition out, so we'll talk um, about a few things that are in that. New magazine, yes. New magazine, yep. Um, origin previews, the yeah. origin origin time of year. We've just gone nuts, haven't we? We did. We have. Yeah. We always do. Yeah, it's um, we ha- well, not always, but in the last couple of years then. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah it, uh, it's it's this really this moment of the year belongs to Origin now. It does because it's Australia's biggest event on the Australian sporting calendar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Were you telling me the Commonwealth Games is the biggest sporting event to uh, be held in Australia this decade? D- that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got that. I got that quote so, yeah. from the media yeah. department. So there you yeah. go. Yes, yes. Uh, Origin is the biggest sporting event in Australia on the, in the Australian sporting calendar. Like uh, the Commonwealth Games is the biggest sporting event <laughs> in Australia this decade. And Peter Beattie is the boss of both of them. And Peter so. Beattie is the boss of both of them. And you might even remember that at some point. <laughs> um, so we'll go through. Um, a few components of our new mag. Um, we'll talk about the most regular thing we did, but what we're most looking forward to, and go through your listener responses to our Twitter question, which um, only happened um, late last night when I just I couldn't think of a question. It came together quickly. Yeah, d- <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> there's, the, there's, the, there's, you the, there's the segue. You don't need me here, mate. You can do this by yourself. <laughs> Terrific. Um, so our new edition is on sale. It has uh, Boyd Cordner on the front cover. Is it resplendent in his newly designed blues jersey? Isn't mm-hmm. he? Yep. yep. Um, so there's a feature story um, about him in there, um, and there's also a one-on-one interview with Brad Fiddler. So big New South Wales flavour. Yes. Um, and for those of you who are about to complain, we have done Queensland to death definitely. in the last over the last few years, and and that that is not a complaint because you know when you when you pile up victory after victory, I think you deserve it. But, yep. uh, yeah, just we tossed a bone to the Blues this time around just to, yeah. I don't know, satisfy James. And they, and they took that bone, didn't they? Yeah. We'll yep. focus on the third team in the rivalry next uh-huh. year. <laughs> yeah. New Zealand. Um, last year, the, yeah. the referees. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, that's right. Forgot about them, the winners. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like Dad said, when I was putting together the promo, social media promo for it, mm. as these tweets were pumping out, sure enough... Where's the Queenslander front cover? Where's and, and I thought well, we, this, yeah, is, right. this is just the prof complaining, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was somebody oh, else. Shock. Last year we did Jonathan shock. Thurston. Um, we I put was him on the cover. Certain it was the prof. The prof <laughs> no, you'll, you'll you'll hear about it if it's the prof. All right. Yeah, it'll 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 come to come to you in spades. But yeah, last last year we had JT on the cover, mm-hmm. and we didn't have any New South Wales people say, "Where's the New South Wales stuff?" Yeah. Because basically there was no reason for yeah. it, was it? Because they're beaten now. <laughs> they, we actually <laughs> forgot about them. <laughs> so um, also there's a uh, one-on-one interview with Will Chambers. Ah, Queenslander. Yep, Queenslander. Ah, Northern Territorial. <laughs> Slash Queenslander. Slash Queenslander. And then uh, and he's a definite Queenslander. There's a uh, um, one-page story on Justin Hodges and his finest moment. Yeah, but the really the most epic route put down of New South Wales you could possibly imagine in that mm. story. Yeah. Well, well, I guess we'll talk about it in the coming weeks, yeah. but I, I think it's like the really the biggest, like, you know how Queenslanders keep on talking about, you know, Brian Fletcher throwing uh, the grenade. Yeah. And yeah, they can't get over that. I think New South Welshmen should really be sore at uh, what Justin Hodges has to say. Yeah. I, I, I won't say anything more just yeah. because I want you to read this. I want people to go out by the magazine, read the story. Exactly. But uh, yeah, at, uh, yeah, it's a real, it's a real kind of yeah, <laughs> bitch slap. It is, isn't it? <laughs> to the to Blues fans. I love it on so many levels. And um, and then Hannah Hollis uh, um, from Fox Sports, sorry Fox League. Has, Another um, Territorian. Yeah, yeah. Well, she yeah. kind of spent some time growing up. Well, two territories. Both of them, actually. Mm. 
ACTN? Northern, I believe. You should tell NT News about this edition. They'll uh, no, help no, us no, promote they, it. They, they, wanna they exaggerate. They do. <laughs> uh, she writes us, um, a column about the origin period, you know, the whole How demands. It ruins, yep. ruins the club. No, <laughs> she, she's not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that. So, yeah. How um, both have players uh, are in high demand from origin and NRL clubs. Mm-hmm. Must be fun. Mm. Must be very fun. So that's uh, on sale now at all good news agents and some bad ones as well, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. So pick it up. Yeah. All good. Um, what was the most rugby league thing you did, mate? Um, we kind of, as you kind of alluded to in uh, uh, last week's pod, we handed out our community sport awards here yeah. at, um, at uh, well, we announced them at uh, the magazine, at the clubbies, and we actually had the awards ceremony uh, last week. And um, congratulations again to uh, the, uh, the the winner of the, like I would call the most prestigious category, the best club, which was the, which was the Coomer Cutters. Uh, a club that's on the Gold Coast, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Gold, Gold Coast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. South, Southeast Queensland. I'll say it. Uh, yeah, um, who in six years? Uh, the, these are to use one of your terms. The, these are these kinds of clubs are, are ornaments to to the sport, ornament to, to rugby league because yeah. um, from from very little like that six years ago, they got what six hundred? What are they saying? Six hundred, seven hundred players now. Huge. And uh, yeah, kind of kids of all kind of um, kind of ethnic background. They have an exchange program going on with um, cool. a very small island in the Pacific. I wish I could remember oh, what, yeah. what, what, what it was really? called. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, they um, yeah, and some of the uh, and the their uh, kind of two club members that came to accept the award uh, spoke very well and very emotionally about you know kind of what's um, kind of what they've kind of built up there. So you know that. You're a big one, as for saying, for saying, and quite rightly, that there's so much negativity around the game that you know you yeah, should have. Any of late. <laughs> you know, when you have encounters like this, you're reminded about what is good yeah. about, about the game and how you know, particularly at that level, how there's just so much positive, you know, so much positive energy yeah, that, yeah. that emanates from uh, the sports. So, Definitely. Uh, yeah, there was there was that. Uh, one other thing that came out of that was. Um, there was another winner, uh, a, a category that we call Masters Performance, and it was won by a guy who was in, who's 90 years old, turning 90 years old. He still plays competitive basketball. <laughs> Spring chicken. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Ken Baird. He plays for a club called Myths and Legends. And uh, he had, funnily enough, he couldn't travel to the award uh, ceremony because he'd hurt his back. Oh, soft. Uh, soft, <laughs> know, soft. So he had a couple of mates... Uh, you know, from the club, yeah. you know, come and accept it. And one of them, uh, literally, was from just around the corner. He was, uh, he was a guy named uh, Frank uh, from um, from Redfern, and he explained. I got into a good conversation with him, and he explained to me that. Uh, he had started playing basketball because, um, you know, growing up in Redfern, as you do, you know, mm. kind of back in the day, he was over 70. All you ever want to do is play rugby league. But, um, yep. yeah, apparently, uh, yeah, he yeah, he had some issue with yeah, kind of uh, getting hurt or something like that. Not not personally, like he had some you know, medical conditions. Okay. So yeah. that kind of forced him away from, from league and into, into basketball. So, you know... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, think about it. he had to quit playing rugby league at like twelve or thirteen. So you know, yeah, yeah, unfortunate for him. But you know, a, a lifelong kind of rabbit hole guy, as as you'd imagine. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, kind of was talking. Uh, good to kind of share some uh, kind of uh, kind of conversation with him, uh, dialogue with him about um, you know, kind of the you know the emotional journey that it's you know for for South's fans of like being kicked out of the comp and coming back into the yeah. comp and winning it still. From mine, maybe the best story in Australian sport in the last ten years. Definitely, I agree. Yeah. Mm. I, I like the fact that um, there was a Gold Coast uh, winner of, of, of that of that award yeah. um, because quite often we see, uh, you know, the half full um, stadium there on, on the Gold Coast, and and then you you sort of see that and you think, you know, is is rugby league in southeast Queensland, you know, struggling or whatever? But it, it isn't. It's just. Um, the population is always growing mm. and there are just people from new areas that are always joining the area and, mm. and you know it's been hard for the Titans to latch on to every to every section of, of the community so. it's just not a place yeah. people go to watch I mean mm. it is such mm. a it is such a I lived there for a year while I was yep. attending uni and it is such a participant culture Definitely. You, you get out yeah. and do things whether it's swim surf life save you yeah. know like you know, just to use an example, even the BKG is doing well up there. They've got a real, they've got a healthy number of, of clubs 
uh, going on up there. And it's not like their team, their you know, top league team, is, is doing well either. So you know, I, I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's one of those issues. There's a disconnect between the number of people are there, the growing participation numbers, and actually how well the professional side located there. Yeah, yeah, because I, I did the AM. That said, I think the uh, the Korean baseball team is going to going to absolutely clean up. <laughs> is that where they're basing them on the Gold Coast? I presume it. I mean, that's where. I mean, I believe that's where. Like well, yeah. they set up the facility. I might be wrong okay. on that. I just know there's a Korean baseball team being set up in Australia. Well, yeah. for all your Korean and, and, you baseball know, news, yeah, surely it's going to be. I, I yeah. would be surprised if it wasn't. Well, well, there you go. Could you imagine the? You know, the, the, you know, and I'm going to get myself into trouble here, but you know, the 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 rug that could be pulled under the Korean side when they're offered like maybe option A and option B, and option A would be the Gold Coast, and option B would be Blacktown. Oh. <laughs> I know what I'd be picking. <laughs> Sorry, Gold Coast. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, okay, yeah, most, so. most, most league thing uh, you did, James. Oh, um, I had to leave the clubbies awards early. So I, <laughs> he uh, did. Yeah, he yeah. did. He was, so, he was so disgusted by Kumara's victory. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I didn't even get to the main course. I was furious. Mm. Um, because It was chicken. It wasn't great. <laughs> because through the prof, we were invited um, out to do a, a tour of the Penrith Rugby League Academy. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, that's just, it's one of the most impressive sports things I've ever seen. It's yeah. uh, uh, what it is, um, it, it is what you imagine it is. It's, you know, um, ice baths, it's a gym, it's, it's a practice field, meeting rooms, administration offices, all in one, one um, location, Lect- right next to the footy ground. Huh? Lecture hall. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> you sound surprised that there's one there. <laughs> <laughs> well, for when Gus lectures the players, a hook comes in. and I thought he, Gus would have like you know something like Socrates had, like an open-air <laughs> agora where he climbed up on a stone and then just absolutely you know, ran to down pronouncements. <laughs> he just has, Gus has a big picture of himself up on the wall, like the... <laughs> in Gus we respect and trust. Mm. Um, and uh, we were shown around by... Um, uh, Brian Fletcher, the CEO of the Panthers, and mm-hmm. Dave O'Neill. Big shout out to them if they listen. <laughs> maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know. Lovely blokes and really, really. If you do, on- thank you. If you, yeah. if you and if you do, um, get back to uh, running your football club. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> stop wasting your time to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Which they're doing a really good job of. Um, mm. it, it is it is brilliant. All the players are in the same spot all the time. They're right next to the ground. They don't need to go home for lunch or whatever. They can get it all wrapped up in a couple of hours and and anything they need. Of course, every club has that, but mm. this just it, it must be so impressive. Like imagine late last year or early this year, whenever they signed him, you bring James Maloney out there. James Maloney's won premierships for several clubs, been at several clubs, and he's shown that. That I know there's a dollar aspect to it, and you know what are you going to pay me, etc. But if he gets shown around like we were. And, and he's told, right, this, this is where your office is, mm. then it's, it's going to put you in good stead, isn't it, in negotiations, isn't it? I, I've always thought, I've always <clears> wondered <throat> about, about this as, yeah. a, as players, and, I, and I, I agree with you. I'd imagine that your contract term is the decisive factor yeah, and, and, your, and your opportunity to play. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't, don't neglect that. Yeah. But you know, if I were a player, I would think this would matter to me too. I'd yeah, really definitely. like to know how good the facility is. That I'm, you know, I'm going to be training. And, well, when uh, you and I both started it. with this company a hundred years ago, yeah. Now we came in and we're showing the office. I was anyway. <laughs> it's this office. That's because they had to actually compete for James's uh, <laughs> yeah. James's signature. There yeah, were several yeah. other several other workplaces oh. that you know were trying to were trying to get to sign James as a free agent. <laughs> yeah, Alpha. I, I, I was desperate. Um, I was just trying to. You know. <laughs> I was I was trying to do a, an escape to Super League type yeah. deal just to try to get out of Canberra. Yeah. That, that was my that was if, my situation. If you're told your office is uh, pointed into the corner of a dingy little room and 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 this is where you're going to be coming every single day, mm. you're going to have it in your in your mind. You know, it's going to be not very appealing, is it? Same with players, I reckon. I I always thought if you really want a truly equalised NRL, everybody should have the same kind of training yeah. menu. Well, then everybody can. <laughs> can fork out X hundreds of millions at night and not that much of it. But it's the thing that the Penrith have built. Mm. No NRL investment. It's yeah. put on by them. Well, um, yeah, and Brisbane opened theirs kind of earlier this year too, didn't right. they? You know? And one yeah. of the things, of course, anyway. that we found out from uh, our visitors, from our Northern Hemisphere visitors in particular during the World Cup, was they talked about how 
Every time they saw an NRL facility, they were, you know, their eyes popped out of their sockets. Mm. They were like, "Wow, this is incredible! We don't have n- not a single club in the Super League, or you know, in, in any rugby league club in the Northern Hemisphere, as a facility as good as this." Wow! So yeah. you know, there you go. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. I it um, yeah, it's uh, they're impressive. Yeah, it's always yeah. impressive to see the kind of setup the, that they've got. They yeah, they really enable kind of you know players to become the best that they could possibly become definitely yeah and um another club that has a really good setup like that is the bulldogs yeah so like you yeah, go to belmore yeah. And you, yeah and you look at belmore and you think you know 70s and 80s league and lots of hard hits and blah 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 work ethic yeah underneath that main green standing is apparently just a magnificent setup so yeah yeah um and then after that uh we went across to the to the game and watched the panthers clean up the tigers and then there you go um, got taken into the dressing sheds. I've never been into the Panthers dressing sheds. Oh, yeah. So I was all panthered out by was the, the end of Was the dressing room as impressive as... No, no, no. It's just... It's why just, is... I don't... This is don't the thing that's beginning yeah. to mystify <laughs> me. Yeah. Why, why aren't dressing rooms... I think in the main in Australia, the, the, the trend towards dressing room opulence yeah. has kind of bypassed us here. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a thing in our, in our footy culture that... You, you can't have opulent dressing rooms. Probably, yeah. Like, the last dressing room I was in was Allianz's, and boy, is that dingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're all basically this. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, at the Academy, um, it looks like one of those things, like, what it's... It, that is a, an impressive um, sort of change room. Everyone's mm. got their name. You've got a little bay, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You know um, when they put the camera in into the dressing sheds at ANZ Stadium. You can tell it's a little bit upmarket and, mm. you know, Jared Haynes sitting there in his origin gear. It's like that. So th- th- that sort of setup exists over at the academy. But, yeah, over at the club, um, over at the grandstand. That underneath makes no sense to me at all. No, it's funny. <laughs> all, all you basically get is a concrete room with um, a very average, nondescript wooden bench right around the whole thing, and that's, that's just how it's done, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> And they uh, sung the team song and everyone was happy because uh, Penrith are in crisis, apparently. <laughs> uh, what are you looking forward to most this weekend? I suspect it'd be the same thing that you are. Um, the, the, uh, the contest between number one and number two. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, I, I think that's always kind of an easy one. That uh, yeah. Whenever you've got, like, I think two sides emerge, and it wouldn't surprise me if this, this could be our kind of our, our grand final peak. Yep. I mean, these two sides are, uh, you know, they look like to me to have the, the bona fides. I'm not saying they are going to make the grand final. No, no, no. Uh, you know, long season yet to go. And, um, uh, you know, they're certainly going to be kind of hit by origin duty. Definitely. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they're going to make the finals because, as we all know, the you know, most of the top eight is decided after seven rounds. So you you'd, think you'd think there's... <laughs> I mean, despite what's happened to St. George, Illawarra... In the, sorry, Illawarra, St. George. Illawarra, St. George. In the past, you'd yeah. think this is different. This will be the year. I mean, it looks like a different good, side. Yeah. 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 looks like a different side. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so uh, I, just, I just like it as a statement game. Mainly because I've come around to a theory that I, you know... I want to believe that the side that you are in the first 12 weeks of the season, first mm. dozen weeks of the season, is really closer to the true side that you are rather than anything that happens in the rest of the year. Uh-huh. I think in, in rep period, it all goes sideways, and that last stretch is often really about momentum yeah. <laughs> more than anything else. Weird stuff begins to happen in that last oh, eight, eight-week segment. But um, Yeah, like the Cowboys beat the... Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry, the, the Bulldogs beat the Dragons and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, um, <laughs> it, it, I think it, it is, you know, to use something of a shop-worn kind of, yeah, kind of uh, um, description. Yeah, I think, I think it will be a statement game. I think it would, be, um, um, it would be a really good moment for Penrith. Like if they can kind of, yeah, yeah if they, uh, they'd kind of announce themselves as real contenders if they haven't yet already yeah, with, a, with, a, with a really good win. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, the stage is set up for them. It's it's their day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, their yeah. home game. Their, yeah, their, exactly. Their Saturday night. Yeah, yeah it's time for them to, to deliver for sure. Yeah. The only only thing that scares me about the Dragons is that they they wrapped um, up Penrith towards the end of last season. Yeah, so they can do it. 
but since then you've got you've had Hunt join the dra- the Dragons and Maloney's come along, so things are a little bit different. Mm. But yeah, you, you're right. We are it, talking full strength here, aren't we? None of them are, are missing yet from I, from from Origin. Oh, from no, origin no, this, camp is, or? this is still still yeah, full strength. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the don't the Origin teams get selected early next week? All right. I think yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. So yeah, no, that's going to be a blockbuster, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's the is that Thursday or Friday? Oh, that's Saturday night. Oh, Saturday night. Yeah, okay. I thought it was one, yeah. I thought it was one of the earlier ones, mm. but um, no, it's going to be huge. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's a red letter one, it's, yeah. and it's good that yeah, kind of happens right now in the schedule. I would have hated that, you know. It would happen like a week later or two weeks later, yeah. and then you know, you're to run out two sides, <laughs> and they're missing like you know half a dozen guys each because <laughs> yeah. they're you know they're off on origin duties. So and then you've got oh you know how can the NRL schedule this game you know blah 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 yeah like as if they got some sort of crystal ball. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to Western Suburbs Magpies versus Newtown. Oh, here we go. Lidcombe. Here we go. Here we yeah. reach that this moment of the season. <laughs> I can't. I wait. forgot that. Um, I've never been to Lidcombe over to watch a game of footy, um, <laughs> so I just. Uh, but you have ridden bikes there, no, I'm again. <laughs> I have turned up in my uh, little full drive and taken pictures mm. um, of the grounds and stuff like yeah. a weirdo. So I have done that. Are you going to go there in your uh, in your uh, pharmacist's suit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, no. In joke for everybody, you're going to have to explain that one, James. I'm going to get two pieces of fiber <laughs> and make them into a V and wave the V about. What a legend. <laughs> Thanks to Roy for sharing that story. We have to find that guy now. Yeah, de- yeah. <laughs> definitely. That's a great idea. He might even be there on uh, Saturday. There you go. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, can't wait. And um, I'm, not, uh, I'm not spoiling anything by saying that I've got an interview rap, um, lined up with an absolute legend of the game. <laughs> so, so you might working on Saturday. What do you think about that? I'm well, what, what, you want to be paid overtime? <laughs> yeah. I think you should be paying, like, you know, like, you get to getting to speak to Tommy. Uh, yeah, it's, Tommy. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, no, sorry. Didn't I, often, didn't I say that one of these things that these clubs should do is actually get these old blokes to be greeters at the ground? Yeah, yeah. Like, and that Tommy should be greeting people as they come to Absolutely, come yeah, yeah. And same with the Newtown side as well. Like, yeah. God, we need, we need two Tommies. <laughs> we need Tommy to show up both at Lincoln Mobile <laughs> and um, Henson. He did. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he's called upon by both clubs a lot of the time. So, so you know, get out there. It's Saturday, 1 o'clock. If you can't get out there, it's live on Channel 9. So it's a big deal. Um, yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. I hope that's a big enough plug for the uh, return to Lidcombe Day. Um, mm-hmm. Very good. Um, should we have a yarn about this Boyd Cordner story? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, Boyd is hes a bit of a funny one, isn't he? Like, it, he's not disliked. Well, he was certainly, certainly made funny today by, you know, by Phil Gould. Yeah, good <laughs> nice Gus. Gus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did Gus say? Just, the just New South Wales captain did not deserve to be picked. Wow! In, in he the would team. take he would take any of uh, he would take any of the other kind of back rowers running around. Yep. Yeah, over over uh, Boyd right now. Okay, would you? Because Boyd Cordner, like this is, um, I think it's his fifth Origin series. Mm. That's that's a lot of experience to carry with you. Yeah. Um, and and I know I must admit I I've always not doubted Boyd Cordner, but. Wondered why, why him as captain, mm-hmm. and when you when you sort of look at how the planets aligned and all that sort of thing, um, they had to pick somebody when Gal retired, yeah. and um, the other main option was uh, Josh Jackson. Yeah, yeah. who's um, basically a younger version of uh, Boyd right. Cordner, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like Boyd Cordner two years uh, two years from now. Yeah, <laughs> it, no, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a, a, um, a bit of research that I did for the Boyd Cordner story was. Uh, they actually um, asked Josh Jackson at the time of the, you know, who's going to be the captain sort of thing, and they asked him about it, and Josh Jackson said, well, in all honesty, we, we should go with Boyd because, yeah, he's he's the right man for the job, and I thought that said a lot about Josh Jackson. Yeah. I can said really, a lot about Boyd as well. I so. think I remember making the point at the time, is, yeah. and I asked you this, I'll put this question back to you again. Mm. If, if Jared Hayne never left for the NFL, would he be New South Wales captain? Oh, yeah, he'd probably, yeah, he'd... he'd yeah, I mean, geez, he'd be looking at his umpteenth origin yeah. series, and yep. yeah, but it didn't of course he has to make the side. But you know, a- a- absolutely, yeah, and and, and yeah, he'd, he'd definitely be the captain of Parramatta, and mm. but things didn't really work out that way, did they? No, no. Um, bit about but it, it really did. I mean, what I was thinking about when you put that question to me, it got me thinking. Like, generationally, it seemed like there was kind of a, a bit of a vacuum between kind of. 
gallon to the next yeah. next guy. And uh, realistically, the, the, the big, the, the one, the, the real stalwart of the blues that could have filled in that, that age range, I think, was Hayne. But, of yeah. course, he wasn't there. So, no. um, you know, they couldn't, yeah, in the right mind, New South Wales in the right mind, couldn't make him captain. Beyond the, the, the fact of him, the, the, actually, the difficulty he has now in trying to make the side. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so they had, they, what were their options? Exactly. So, yeah, Cordner kind of was there. I mean, like, when I, when I look at Boyd, I mean, I'm reminded of that, that thing that um, a lot of, uh, kind of kind of the uh, kind of the more knowledgeable kind of observers say about origin is that you need, you need guys. At origin level, of course, you'll have the stars, the standout players. Mm. But, you know, the other type of player you need at origin is guys who just don't make mistakes. Nah. Guys who do everything right and everything on every play. They yeah. may not be brilliant or kind of brilliant as we you know, perceive or conceive of brilliant players. But um, yeah, because the, you know, these games are, are perched on such a knife edge, yeah. you know, you, you you really have to execute the basic stuff right all the time in, in, in an origin. Because then, you know, like if you get something wrong, that can turn a game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and Boyd Gordner is really one of those one of those types of players. He doesn't really have an error in him, does he? Like he doesn't mm. have that. Oh, there it is. There's there's the Boyd error. Like mm. it's like so many other players that you can think of. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I really do think that he was chosen for his leadership skills. Mm-hmm. Um, he says in the story, don't want to give too much away, but he had to play up in grade a lot. Um, he's from um, Old Bar. Um, uh, on the mid north coast, no, not a hugely Near populated Tyree, area. Right? There yeah. you go. Yep, not a hugely populated area. He had to play up in grade in his brother's team quite a lot, and that's going to uh, make it instantly more mature and hung out with his uh, dad's team. Um, he's very country, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's very country. Um, it's a funny story. We're on our on our way to the Clubbies Awards last Thursday night, and I ran into him just as we were entering the SFS. Uh, grounds that shook his hand. Why wasn't this the most rugby league thing you did <laughs> yeah, last true. week? True, I, I could have said it. Yeah. The most rugby league thing I touched last week. <laughs> <time. laughs> okay, tell the story. One, one of those blokes whose hand you shake and it, it feels like he's going to squash it off your arm. Like, mm. it was, yeah, just a tough bloke. Yeah, tough, tough bloke. And uh, steel handshake looks you in the <laughs> eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Short, yeah, so, short greeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not many words. Yeah, because yeah. um, I interviewed him on the phone and I gripped said, oh, you like a bale of hay, right? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did throw me over. Yeah, threw me into the next yard. But I, I said, um, I said, oh, I'm the bloke who you spoke to on the phone, and blah blah blah. Had a had a yarn to him, and uh, and um, said that magazine's out next week. And, and he, he said, oh, I'm flying up to Brisbane tonight. I'll, I'll grab a copy at the airport. And JWH was there as well, waiting oh, for him to... He said, when are you going to do a story on me? <laughs> said, <laughs> and we have. <laughs> we We've have. done a story on JWH. I knew that was what he was going to say. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, we have done a story. We have. Know, he's already I'm, his character. I'm surprised that JWH wasn't, like, carrying around his cover story, <laughs> you know, that we did on him. When was that? Was that two years ago? That yeah, would have been, two years, it would have been yeah. two years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mick Ennis um, said the same sort of thing when we rocked up to Sharks training to interview uh, Luke Lewis. He came up and he said, when are you going to do a story on me? So at least we're wanted, mate. At least we're... <laughs> what worries me is that we have done stories on these. We did two stories on Mick Ennis, didn't <laughs> we? We have done an interview and a feature, yeah. You know, like, you know. <laughs> no, that was a couple of years To be ago. fair, I mean, you know, I, this makes me, this boosts my respect for, for Georgie Rose because, you know... <laughs> George Rose asked, when are you going to do a story on him? We didn't do a story on George Rose. <laughs> when we did a story on Gallon 10 years ago, Greg Bird wanted a story done on him. All right. That, that, did, that. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Quiet. You know, crickets. Crickets, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, that's in our current edition. That yes. Feature story. Yes. Um, and I hope it, he gets picked. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> you do these things and... Who knows what Freddie's going to think? Mm. Um, and there's a motif for the entire mm. series. Who knows what Freddie's going to think? We don't know what we're <laughs> going to get, do we? We don't know. We Freddie's Freddie. Like he, he doesn't think the way that other conservative <laughs> coaches think. Like you're not going to get a Laurie Daly picked and coach side out of Brad Fittler. You're just not. It's going to be different. Are you going to be really massively disappointed if this team comes out conventional? Ah, uh, yes, I am. But here's the thing. Fittler is so surprising. Maybe he just picks the conventional side. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, he's so surprising. He'll surprise you by doing the thing that doesn't surprise you. 
Oh, one, mm. my one big worry, and I understand where other fans are coming from, mm. having not had any Penrith players in origin for so long, you know, they're talking three or four players. Mm. I'm sort of getting, the, I'm getting very nervous about what it's going to do to, to Penrith right through that origin period. There so. you go, James. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Whereas Queensland this, this is, this is, like that, this is finally going to be an issue that you care about. <laughs> <laughs> Queenslanders don't think like that, do they? they they're just like, Marone, 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 yeah, no, but throw him in there. They really, don't think they know, they're gonna, they know they're going to win the series. Yeah, true. It's different, <laughs> isn't it? Whereas we look at Origin and think, why are we wasting our players on that? <laughs> uh, great. So anyway, it's um, um, on sale now. So rip in. Um, should we change tact and... So we've talk, talked about the tough blokes. We're yes. talking about the speedsters now. Yes. Um, and you, I was wondering how you're going to make that segue. Well, yeah. Boyd Cordner, one of the fastest guys I've ever interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't interviewed a lot of fast guys. What's a quick interview? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, this was a question which I posted out about oh, quarter to ten. Mm. So this is a late night um, response thing. In, uh, in celebration of um, Addo Carr and Jimmy the Jet, who's your all-time favourite rugby league speedster? Um, you, James. Yeah. Who's your, who's your favourite? Uh, I like... Um, not that he's a renowned superstar or anything, but we had a bloke called Robbie Beckett. Mm. Uh, he used to have this action where he'd, he'd find a gap and his back would like, straighten up, so he'd be like this pin r- running along the field and his head would be tilted back and... He just put the afterburners on and, and blitz them. Um, I can't think of a faster player mm. by sight that yeah. I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Have you got any that's, any that well, you want to know? I brought up yeah. Ewan McGrady for the the indigenous question that we oh, had yeah. there, and I always always loved kind of how I always love how when you got like a really quick half as opposed to a quick winger. Yeah. Um, and I always loved how like you watch like kind of video of him, and he's like that kind of video game character who's got 99 speed yeah. and where everybody else is like in the 80s or 70s and he's yeah, just yeah. yeah he's just yeah his little dude is just faster than everybody else he was but, quick, uh, wasn't he? yeah, yeah he, he, he was he was yeah I, I wanted to come up with somebody else um, Preston Campbell was quick too nobody, yeah. nobody suggested yeah. me yeah. yeah yeah but that yeah that, so that was uh, that was mm. uh, that was one I always liked um, I don't know if I could Say here for top speed, but Brett Mullins went in full oh, yeah. flight. Was oh, always yeah. really impressive yeah, to watch a, run. Yeah, it was correct. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that, that long strider, his oh, uh, beautiful running style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So raw speed. I don't know whether he kind of would match some of the names that will come up in raw speed, but yeah, um, yeah. boy, when he was yeah, when he kind of got into an open field and like, yeah, kind of those strides just you know just gobbling up territory. Seemed to get faster. Hey, yeah, the more he ran like a yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Um, yeah, I I would actually have to say that uh, you know the. At the risk of breaking out a pun, I would right. say Adokar is rising up very quickly <laughs> himself. He is he's fantastic to watch. Yeah. Like you know, like once he finds open field, like yeah, it's it's almost humorous to watch just how the space <laughs> from him to everybody else uh, it just it? it just expands. Did you see um, Jimmy the Jet though uh, against the Roosters? Mm. The way he grabbed the ball and he ran around oh, the yeah. three quarters and the wingers of the Roosters, and then yeah. he came back in. And sort of headed towards a post, and I thought he's actually run twice as far as that, that he had to, and he's far out. I, I knew he was quick, but I'd never seen him run so fast and just burn so many players. Mm-hmm. Latrell Mitchell, yeah, he just yeah. ran past him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess there's something. There's a phenomenon where you've got guys who got really kind of just great speed, yeah. flat out. Who could you could kind of put them on a 100 meter. Uh, track and yeah. uh, and they'd be fantastic. And then you got guys who've got like game speed. Who like you know yeah, like, you know, right. like, like I guess the thing that's dominated my thought from the weekend is yeah, it's looking at that length of the field effort from Kalen Ponga, and it kind mm. of inspired in my head like you know when oh. Ben Ben Barber did the same. Oh yeah. Up in, where was it? Was it Rockhampton where he uh, where he scored that try? Oh, oh, um, it was Mackay. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, just yeah that um, yeah. There's 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 a different quality. To yeah, being fast kind of in the game, and I think they're just just merely being able to yeah. being able to move quickly. I mean, I, I guess one some person described it to me is that you can run faster when you're being chased. <laughs> That's true. So, you know, to, <laughs> That's oh, can true. I tell my story here? If you like, yeah. the one about the the ostrich. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> why? Why not? <laughs> no, let's save that. Let's you know. Let's, okay, let's well, save you... that for halfway. Maybe yeah, I'll, yeah, halfway okay. point. Okay, all right. So we'll get right into your uh, responses. 
Um, AJ Mithen um, uh, recommends Scott Sattler. Um, yeah, the way he chased down yep. um, in, in that tackling 03, that was amazing. Karate Warrior 2, um, uh, do we consider Ricky Walford a speedster? And I said, well, yes, because he was quick. <laughs> um, my childhood memories uh, are a little hazy. Throw Brett Dallas in there as well, even though he was a dirty Queenslander. <laughs> oh, God. Brett Dallas, yeah, he was so fast. Uh, he just wants to mention one more one. Um, his mate Greg says Charlie Passfield... From the Curry Curry Bulldogs circa 1986. Um, Chris Passfield. Did I say Charlie? <laughs> yeah, that's Sorry, Charlie. Chris Passfield from the Curry Curry Bulldogs circa 82. An, an excellent goal kicker as well, considering the leather balls and scratchy country pitches. Fantastic. There's the truly fast, yeah. fastest players. Well, the ones got, like the country, the country legends. Well, you've got a, oh, the um, one who would literally run between towns. And, <laughs> run the training, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Crellin says uh, Robbie Beckett from the, the Panthers. There you go. And I, know, I now know your fake Twitter account is <laughs> David Crellin. It's, uh, yeah. it's useful to know. Uh, and Darren Albert, two of my all-time ah, favourites. yes. Yeah. Darren Albert. Beautiful. Stu Moses, big Panthers fan. Um, uh, Alan McIndoe would eat both of those for breakfast with some uh, shots fired stew. <laughs> uh, I've never seen a faster non-indigenous slash Polynesian winger in first grade. Yeah, we are going to trip to the line on some of these, aren't we? <laughs> Close to the line. <laughs> um, T, uh, here we go. TLC RF 80 minutes, says Henderson Gill, um, played for my club and went all the way to play for Great Britain. Um, Paul Michael Craig, Martin O'Fire. Um, I had a poster of him on my wall that said, your hands can't catch what your eyes can't see. Hmm. Beautiful. Rip off Muhammad Ali, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Pursuit of Hoppiness. Michael Wayman. Michael Wayman. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the penny to drop, mate. Um, I saw him step through the I thought Michael Wayman was actually was the guy who was answering that. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, Pursuit of Hoppiness. Yeah. says, uh, Michael Wayman, I saw him step through the Tigers' defence one Saturday night at Cogra Oval and run 60 metres, or maybe it was 10 metres, untouched to score under the post. Great memories of uh, Michael Wayman there. Uh, Big T says, I don't know if I could nail down one, but someone pointed out the amazingness of Ponga is reminiscent of Brett Mullins. There you go. Um, and now I can't stick, stop go. thinking about Brett Mullins. Yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. We're, we're all thinking of him. What a, what a flyer. Mm. Uh, M says, favourite had to be the Pearl, but players like Walford, Werrett, Shane Werrett, there's another one, mm. uh, Bowen, plenty of others. Shane Werrett. Yeah, know. I was wondering Matty. Matty Bowen, right? Matty yeah, Bowen, yeah. yeah. yeah so quick. Uh, Matty Bowens was a um, favourite of the profs. So Of course. Next time yeah. he said a prof. Yep. Um, Hush Money, great. Great name. Hush money, and his pitcher is uh, Patrick Gillan McLaughlin. It's awesome. <laughs> you win. You win the non-existent prize, Hush Money. <laughs> Hush Money um, nominates Nathan Blacklock. Uh, Steel Sports um, uh, nominates Chariots. Uh, John Davidson says uh, the same thing. Martin O'Fire. Uh, Brad Boucher says Jason Robinson. Good one. <laughs> was pretty quick. Very good footballer. Yeah. Um, Gareth Williams. Says, mad to think that Wigan had Jason Robinson on one wing and Martin O'Fire on the other. It's yeah, it's a superstar, superstar lineup that one. Uh, to put but, it mildly, but, yeah. But um, yeah, the thing is, in England, all those sloppy fields, <laughs> <laughs> Central Park and all those. Yeah, yeah no, you know, imagine if they were down here on hard, oh. on hard, on hard turf. That, that would have actually seemed awesome. That is a very good team. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I make them one occasionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You do. Um, uh, where, where am I? I'm in crisis. Um, uh, where, where, uh, Brad Boucher. I thought I read Brad Boucher out Maybe. before. Um, Brad Boucher, yeah, here we go. He says, uh, if only I had a time machine, I would grab all these guys in their prime, um, give, give them a good uh, modern off-season and see how they go. And I love this response. Uh, Gareth Williams, who we've also had before, he says, mind you, if I did have a time machine, I'd probably be doing other things, not recruiting Wigan players from the 90s. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, Andrew Mayer. So, so we're going to kind of like put that into the mix, you know. Yeah. Ill baby Hitler, recruit Wigan players from <laughs> the 90s. Get our priorities right. 
Yeah, Andrew Mado says Nathan Blacklock. Peter Lloyd says hashtag Larry Corowa, hashtag Corowa. Balmain. Yeah. The Prof um, says, says Chica Ferguson. Cuz eight eight eight. Henderson Gill, of course. Darren Clark. Is that sprinter Darren Clark? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the great 400 metre runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To crack with uh, Balmain. Yep. Um, around about the same time, maybe a little bit after uh, Jeff Fennick um, had a crack South. with and, yeah. Could Could Darren Clark play footy? I, I can't remember. I can't remember, mate. Yeah. I think I read somewhere, I didn't verify this, but is this true that, you know, but, yeah. um, Dwayne Chambers, the great British sprinter, uh, oh, had a game right. with Castleford. Oh, did he? So there you go. I mean, Jeez. that's when they say who is the fastest player to ever play rugby league. If you want to kind of, you have to technically on, on, on an objective level, probably him <laughs> yeah. because you know, geez, he was—he is—I he, think he's a sub ten-second sprinter. <laughs> All right, one hundred meters. So. Well, there you go. Yeah, he wins. Um, he wins on default. Mm. Jay Dwight says, even though uh, he's a Jets fan, Larry Corral made a big impression on me as a young fella. He was dynamic. Watched, watched him put a couple on the Jets in a game in the late seventies at Henson. Um, if, I, if I'm remembering that right, um, I was in awe. Very good. Um, Kamal Santa Maria, uh, an Al Jazeera presenter. Al, Al Jazeera TV presenter. That's made up. <laughs> no, I checked, it's not. That's made up. We've got, that's the rich kind of, of our show, mate. Spanish last name, <laughs> with, with, you know, kind of that first name, working for Al Jazeera. All right. Look him up. He's real. Okay. He says an obscure one here, but ex-warrior Lee Oden Ryan. That's made up. No, I'm the This is Lee Oden Ryan you speak of. Showed more toe than a Roman sandal. Good expression. <laughs> All made up, but good expression. <laughs> Rain Man 77. Grew up watching blokes like Graeme Lyons, Ricky Walford and Steve Renoff. They had some toe, a few toe mentions here. Uh, David says Nathan Blacklock with two question marks and an exclamation mark. No, Nathan Blacklock deserves his spot here, as quick as, for sure. Uh, Nathan Broadsmith says, the Warabinda whiz, Reggie Cressbrook. Ryan uh, Broadsmith, mate. Yeah, Ryan, and Ryan Broadsmith said that too. That's a good one, Reggie. Yeah? Yeah, I could have said Reggie Broadsmith and really confused <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Great suggestion, mate. Uh, Dima Smeaton says, Chicka Ferguson. A few um, Chigga Ferguson nominations, isn't there? Ripping through these. Oh, another Brett Mullins nomination. Gavin, yeah, he says Mullins, caps lock, three S's at the end. Yeah. So there you go. No, you've got to do that in the, in the rabbit's voice. <laughs> Mullins. <laughs> uh, Michael, um, a big favourite of Michael's was Brett Howland. The little whippet, short could fly. Whippet good, whippet. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you actually made me read that out, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> Bat led hectic with a pineapple. Um, says uh, all time biased, but ET in his prime was electric. That's true. ET. Was he fast or was he just like one of those guys who looked fast? Uh, both. I, I'm going I'm to agree with you because yeah. when you got the long hair and you're yeah. like running at full speed, it yeah. flaps and then you know you look faster, right? <laughs> and he was a good looking dude and he, and he also had the jersey that um, yes, yes, was yes, whisked yes. in the wind. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's one of the things about these days, right? You know, because you don't really have like thin league players anymore, no, you, you don't right. like it, just as um, Michael just talked about whippets. You don't really have that kind of guy. Just like you don't have really small dudes like your Brett Dallas is running around anymore. Yeah, you're right. They're all like, like you look at like Adar Carr. He's a statue. Like he's huge. <laughs> yeah. Like he's big and fast. He's like, you know. But you're right. Um, yeah. And you don't have that anymore in the league. Everybody's big to some level. And yeah. so like, yeah, it's um, fast players these days are just, they're almost like trucks. They're, they you, know, inter, you know, kind of going on the interstate. It's just, <laughs> yeah. They, they're, they're scarily impressive sights. <laughs> Um, he loved watching Brett Mullins too at the Raiders. Uh, mm. That night against Newey was spectacular. Um, Gareth Williams again. Gareth Williams has dominated. Uh, Ellery Hanley springs to mind. Um, if you could somehow slot him into the modern day uh, game, he would absolutely run amok. I agree. Uh, Steve Burgess uh, offers up Ty Williams, Steve Ranoff, Smoking Joe Kilroy. There's some great names. Mm. Uh, Bargy uh, offers up Matt Bowen, Darren Albert, Chicka Ferguson. And SJF says uh, Matthew Reek. Oh, he was quick. Matthew Reek and Brett Howland were lightning quick. Uh, Sugar Wesser, circa 2003, was quick. And Peter Jorgensen was no slouch either. Peter Jorgensen, Penrith's fullback. Well done. Roosters fullback. 
fantastic responses, everyone. Um, just yeah, just as a oh, what were you going to say? No, just saying no. thank you. Um, Do I get to tell my? Uh, I was going to say here's the gap for your story. Oh, okay. It's not really much of a story, but you know, it's, it's better be good, mate. You, you like this one? I told, yeah, this, you, I told you this one before. <laughs> yeah, do it. You know, like we talk about our guys, like you know, being kind of fast and impressive, and just I always want to put it in perspective. I, you know, one of the most fascinating things I ever saw was um, they uh, they um, wanted to kind of that, that sports science show on ESPN mm-hmm. wanted to kind of like kind of make a point about the speed of bipedal kind of like land animal, yeah, bipedal land animals. And uh, they got a, a cornerback from, from the NFL, um, you know, a, a position that you know, places a high premium on speed. I guess you'd say they're equivalent to the wingers of, um, of rugby league. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, you, you spend your game running after kind of guys coming at you. So, you know, you, you've got to be there. Yeah, it's not only kind of the quality of your own speed, but the speed of your actions and so forth. Anyhow, they... Tested, they, they tested this guy's speed by putting up, him up against, I guess it was an ostrich, it might have been an emu, I can't remember, it's okay. one of those things. And um, uh, what they did was they kind of lined them up and had them kind of run. And first time around, the NFL player won. Because the NFL and didn't then have a the, concept of the, what a race is. Yeah, exactly. Second time yeah. around, the NFL player won again. Because, you know, the ostrich wasn't, didn't care. Like, they'd kind of, like, shoot the gun, and then the ostrich would just kind of jog. <laughs> well, the NFL player literally right, ran, ran right past it. Thinking to himself, what, what is the race? <laughs> I know. Why what, people what's, doing this? what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. And so what they did is that they changed the conditions. They realized, they were, they were, you know, this is <laughs> dud TV, so they changed the conditions. And that's why, you know, <laughs> I like I, I, thinking, thinking about, you know, like uh, our, our time machine kind of, uh, kind oh, of yeah. uh, scenario here to, like, get all these guys together. So anyhow, what they did is they had the NFL um, uh, player chase the, the ostrich or the emir just to see if they could, you know, lock in the uh, the, the, the birds, you know, fight or flight uh, kind of instinct. And so, you know, they fired the gun and like the the ostrich just left the guy in the dust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it started off as a small gap, and by the end of it, it was a huge gap. And this guy, you know, this guy who had been so, you know, had been strutting to victory over the, the, the bird in, like, the first two runs, and he was just left in the dust of this, of this ostrich. It is spectacular. I love it. And you need to be reminded that, uh, yes, like, trying to test the speed of, you know, of all these guys, that we are very modestly, you know, not even close you know, in terms of uh, in terms of you know, kind of being king of the king of the, the jungle or the savanna <laughs> or the desert, and you know, among the, the fastest animals on earth. He's so. lucky that the uh, emu ran and kept running. It could have decided, no, mate, <laughs> you're going to be the chased one. I think I think you know I think it eased up like Bolt. I think it was like, all right, <laughs> I've done this guy. <laughs> Did I win this thing you're calling a race that you've just made me do? Yeah. Very good. Um, and we'll just f- and finally a big thank you to. Karate Warrior 2. Oh, yes. He, um, he, is, he is the true winner of the week. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's our biggest fan. Um, he wins the Prof Award for, <laughs> for best Twitter response he, and gets nothing for he, it. He wins the, um, the fake prize for the, for the week. Through the night, I'd gone to bed. It was late. Um, he's contacted Martin O'Fire after seeing all these responses. And uh, he said to him, uh, he's asked Martin O'Fire, tagged him in, who would be your favourite rugby league speedster, Martin? And then Chariots actually responded, Addo Carr or Liam Marshall, um, and then all-time Eric Groth or Stuart Wright. Someone's come in, someone called Rhino79, Lee Oden Ryan, three question marks. Martin O'Fire has, has responded, you don't make the list just for tackling me once or beating me in a race once, lol. I want a rematch. I slipped, lol. <laughs> so there's a shade flying around. And Karate Warrior 2 says, someone get Lee on the phone. Heard there's a spot free for halftime entertainment at the NRL Grand Final this year. Time to settle an old school um, with a second and final race. And then um, Chariots responded with, I'm in. There you go. Outstanding. <laughs> I think that's the best thing we've, we've, we've been, uh, that's emanated out of this podcast. Unbelievable. Yeah, in the, in the, past, uh, yeah, in the past year. That's awesome. And, and good on uh, you know, chariots for such yeah. a classy, for such classy and uh, humorous responses. <laughs> Very good sport. Bit of a legend. You know, he's a real, he's a real oh, legend. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a sensation when he came here, wasn't he? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm believe- Can I just um, run through some stats? Just some quick ones. Yeah. Is it- <laughs> fast as fast as Martin O'Fire. Uh, okay. He um, off yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know what his official stats are, but on Wiki. <laughs> so there you go. So you could be totally made up. <laughs> he played just um, in club rugby league, both here and overseas alone, four hundred and forty, four hundred and twenty-four games. Jeez. Mm. Scored four hundred and forty-four tries. Makes, so, make Cameron Smith look like, look like a slacker. I, I know he's a rookie, Cameron Smith. Um, to be yeah. fair. So few people ever touched him that, you know, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they couldn't get to him. Pretty fresh by the end of games. <laughs> yeah, his jersey wouldn't have gotten dirty, would it? Mm. Um, big big games for, for Wig, uh, Widnes, uh, Wigan, super, Wigan Superstar, um, London Broncos, Salford Reds, uh, two stints at Easts uh, and one at the Dragons in 1991. So, mm. yeah, and he's still loved... By so many people yeah. in, in both hemispheres. That, that's a guy, yeah, who kind of uh, one of those players that just lodged in the memory. Yeah, and it, it was he was one of those guys that when you, you know, he, he had that real star quality to him that you saw him play once and he, yeah, you just remember him definitely. Yeah, you yeah. really you know it's hard to forget. Yeah, and every time he got the ball, it was exciting. It's like, mm. no, nah, there's a try on him. See you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should try and get hold of him, shouldn't we, for a, uh, a nostalgic interview? Yeah. Do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> we do now. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks very much for um, for your responses, everyone. You've once again made a um, very entertaining podcast. Okay, last thing. Anything we missed? Um, you're, you're normally good with this section. Anything Anything we've forgotten? Uh, no. Mm. I, I think I think this week uh, we kind of we kind of got around uh, to everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jackson Hastings story, we'll, we'll save, uh, we'll save oh, yeah, for, for yeah. other times. Yeah, we've got to... Yeah. We're just going, I'll tease this one. We just heard a magnificent Jackson Hastings story from our from one of our colleagues here. But we, I feel like... We were, we were going to tell it, but we feel like we should bring him in to tell it. I think he'd, yeah, tell, yeah. he'd tell it better than, uh, than, than we would. So It's um, a beauty, isn't it? Yeah. It is really, really good. Jackson Hastings <laughs> versus the people. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a good heading for next week. Oh, very good. Is. Very oh, good. All right, thanks very much, everyone, and uh, see you next week.